Perhaps I could uh, offer that heart practice spoke about yesterday. Yeah. So the when Ajahn Shah is asked what's his meditation, he says, "Who knows? I'm like a tree, and uh, beings come and go, and I'm just a tree. Does a tree know its own nature?" So rather than comment on that. I think what it points to is that the more you understand the path, the simpler it gets and the less there is to do. So the sense of the doer lessens because there's a kind of deep understanding of what non-grasping is about. But, say, and I always reference my own stuff, that's what I can speak from, so um, getting... Getting the Four Noble Truths down and always trying to apply that to whatever's going on in your mind. So my my struggles with social fears that I had as a person, I had to get the insight that the problem was not the social anxieties I faced, but rather it was the desire not to have them. Right? So uh, that took me a long time. And when I saw that the, the, the social anxieties that I had came from my... Uh, conditioning, much of which I didn't really understand, then I, I really stopped judging them as being right or wrong and see they're just some cars that come and go. And then to look at social anxiety as an object of mind and then not to question its validity or whether it's pleasant or unpleasant, say, what's the craving, what's the wanting that arises in me when that sankara arises. So I'm in a, I'd be in a social situation and I'd feel um, terribly um, self-conscious and anxious. And that arose just very, very spontaneously, not through my willing it. And then it took me a long time to say, the problem is not the social fear I'm feeling, it's the desire not to have that fear. And once I had that insight, then I saw that welcoming was the way to deal with that particular pattern of, of uh, sankharas. But welcoming wasn't universal because sometimes I'd indulge in it and, and thinking, and I just think it all the time in a kind of heedless way, but that's not the point of it. It's more like broadening the mind to allow the sankhara to come to go. So the practice of goodwill is not just about me and you, may I be well, may you be well, certainly one wishes that, but that each sankhara that arises is allowed to be just as it is. And and that's one of the ways that we let go of what we call vibhavatanha. So in the Four Noble Truths, you have uh, attachment to craving is the cause of suffering, and the abandonment of craving is the end of suffering. And one of those types of craving is called vibhavatanha. So when I'm resisting something, uh, that's called vibhava, resisting. And then as long as I resist the sankhara, then I'm never going to be free from it. Right? So welcoming is a way of letting it through consciousness, which in my case, with the social anxieties, was very uncomfortable, to say the least. It was horrible. But if I understood the difference between pleasant and unpleasant, and the wanting the pleasant, and not wanting the unpleasant, I began to see where my freedom is going to lie, not in having everything pleasant, but in being able to accept the whole package. So that's a sort of precursor. So the way 
I try to cultivate uh, a goodwill in my own practice is that I use, and as most of you have done with me, I use associative memory. So I uh, and I use uh, body awareness of the heart chakra. But I begin by bringing attention away from thought into the body. Then I try to localize my attention into the center of the chest. Then I try to get the breathing, a sense of the breathing coming in and out at the center of the chest. Then on the in-breath I try to, I name, I usually name a, a friend or a teacher. So I, quite often in a week I'll go through the whole monastery and name everyone and do this practice secretly. I won't tell them. <laughs> but uh, let's say if I take Lompo Sumedho, so on the in-breath, on Paul, centered at the chest, out-breath, uh, may you be well. And I, and I get a strong sense of gratitude. So my memory associations with Lompo Sumedho bring up a sense of goodwill. So I'm triggering something that's always there, and I'm reinforcing it by reinforcing that imagery. And I do it again and again and again. And that gives, gives me a sense of goodwill around something very lovely. And then hopefully I can take that sense of goodwill and begin to cultivate it so when something difficult comes up, I say, oh, that goodwill is closed now. I'm rejecting this. I'm trying to get rid of it. That's the theory. So let me just walk through that and see if it's useful. Awakening always to what you're feeling right now. So the posture, the uh, the temperature of the room, the temperature of your body, uh, the mood of the mind, all these things. Just how is it right now for you? A let go of thought. So awakening to this moment, you have to let go of thought. Or just notice the types of thinking that's going on. So use listening. Just listen to this moment. Let it be what it is. So establishing awareness. Become conscious of the posture. Conscious of the hands. Just feel the hands, let the feelings of the hands come to you. Let go of thinking. So let, let the feelings become conscious. Warmth, pressure. Keep letting go of thought. Present moment awareness. Feel the breathing of the body. Let breathing become conscious. Localize your attention around the center of the chest. Feel expansion, contraction. Don't tighten your eyes looking for something. Let it come to you. So fully conscious of an in-breath at the chest. 
In out breath. So welcoming the in breath. Letting go the out breath. Now exaggerate that physical sensation just a bit. So a slightly deeper breath, expanding the chest. Nice smooth out breath, contracting the chest. Long breath in at the chest. Long breath out at the chest. Use the long breathing to get you out of sleepiness. Long breath in, centered at the chest. Long breath out, centered at the chest. If you get sleepy, then go back to the long breath. Sustain the long breath. But now let the breath be normal. Stay centered at the chest. On the in-breath, name and visualize a person that you feel affection for. And then just use the name to connect to that sense of affection. So on the in-breath, on Paul. And on the out-breath, may you be well for me. Now it's not a discursive thing. Don't, don't have a whole narrative around the person, just their name. Centered at the chest. And one, one sentence, may you be well on the out-breath. So very simple. So you're connecting to the sense of kindness or affection or goodwill or gratitude. And now repeat that simple pattern. Name held for the holy breath. Feeling at the chest. Sentence held for the whole out breath. May you be well. Centered at the chest. So it's not like you're trying to manufacture some fabulous sense of universal love. It's just a very, very simple connection through memory to someone, but not the narrative, just the heart feeling. So you have a few elements now. So the breath calms and the associative imagery name stimulates the heart chakra. Again, if you get sleepy, then just make the breath really long. Make it long and deep.
Now just to freshen that, bring another person. Change the person's name, image. Do the same exercise. So you bring in novelty again. Another person. In breath, name. Out breath, wishing well. So this isn't a matter of desire, it's quite pleasant actually, coming to a pleasant place in consciousness, and then just cycling, reinforcing, remembering that. Bring another person, bring a third person, again, it's very easy to connect with affection when you name them. If you want, you can say, you can express gratitude, but keep it very simple. So no narrative, just the name on the in-breath, keep centered at the chest, and then the sentence at the out-breath, centered at the chest. So that's the simple pattern. You can cycle through everyone in the monastery. You can just do three people. The important thing is not so much the person, but rather the sustained sense of what goodwill is, what gratitude is in the heart. So you become physically, emotionally kind of in tune with that. You become that. breath calms. So if you're really scattered, then just use the breath, lengthen it. The imagery connects the heart.
then at some point in this practice you, you, you tend to just let go of the imagery and just abide as that kind of welcoming in-breath, allowing on the out-breath, and then physical pain or negative emotions, you just welcome it, and on the out-breath may you be well. So it becomes an attitude which is bigger than any condition, kind of, in, kind of welcomes everything, or, and that's the idea of it all belongs. So work with people for a while and then let go of the thoughts of people and just abide as this uh, open-hearted welcoming awareness, breath by breath. When you feel discomfort, then just kind of open your mind, welcome it in, and may you be well. So you get this sense of awareness and goodwill being synonymous.
So if your mind is really jumpy and restless, or even if it's dull and sleepy, then it's like you fall off the horse, and you get back back on, and just grab the breath and make it really deep, like really deliberate. And that helps you either if you're sleepy or restless. I just got really like just do something very, very obvious, like a really, really long in-breath and a really, really, really long out-breath. So it's just so obvious what you're doing that if you start thinking, the breath becomes shallow. So so you do something really concrete like that for, for a long period of time, what, five, ten minutes? That sort of gets you back on the horse, gets you back in the game. And then you bring in subtleties. And you bring in suggestions like associative imagery and, and kindness. But if your mind is just really jumpy or dull, and then, then be very, very deliberate. And like if you're sleepy, then use a very strong, straight posture, and then just breathe deeply for ten minutes. The body likes that, mind likes that. And it's not like a willfulness to get rid of sleepiness, but you're just doing an exercise that that indicates, oh, that dullness keeps taking over the breath and the breath gets shallow. And it's simple to come back to. And then pick up the theme of kindness when you have that kind of both calmness and vitality. And then try to cultivate these attitudes.